Welcome to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Join us as we review our favorite RPGs, collectible card games, MMOs, video games, PC games, and bring up interesting topics and things that we'd like to share with everyone. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here at Creative Flame Podcast Network. Just wanted to bring a little something special to you for Valentine's Day. This is The Veil, cyberpunk RPG. We finally got a chance to break into it and give it a read. So we did a little little special Valentine's Day episode that's reminiscent to some of my favorite episodes of Ghost in the Machine. Hope you guys enjoy it. Here you go. The Case of the True Love Virus. Da-da-da! Open face. <clears throat> I will be a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> your particular jam is built into your playbook. The board assigns you mandatory contracts and fronts. You credit in order to get it done. With a timeline always given for completion. Hmm. Oh, cultish body. How many beefy? I could be Herculean, cultish, or beefy. Mm-hmm. Tyrion, Welsh female, means gentle. Oh, aww. So Tyrion's really gentle. But it's spelled with an I as opposed to a Y. Um. I think I will go with the name Telen, T E L Y, it means harp. Because that's what I'm going to play you like. (laughs) Okay, empathy one. Tell him the telepath. The empath. Okay. So let's see here. Fluid. As in... Gender fluid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good times. You're amorphous. Yeah. <laughs> I am a fluid. As, as... I do believe the term for that is moist. <laughs> oh. What? There was something that we were doing, and the word wet sounded, <laughs> sounded worse than moist, and I was like, I think that is the first time ever... Uh, yeah. So what the heck is mixed media wear, display wear, vintage wear? What's vintage wear? Well, like it's cyberpunk, so what's your opinion of vintage wear? Well, like iRobot vintage is uh, Converse. Yeah. <laughs> and in, uh, in Blade Runner, vintage is kind of like a 1940s. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So the beauty with the veil is it's super vague and unspecific as we make your characters. You're, we're basically describing what the world's like. 
So for you, you if you pick vintage, you tell us what vintage is. Ooh. So it could be like say classic, you know, eighteenth uh, century Japanese is vintage. Everything in the veil is super, super vague because it uses the apocalypse engine. So basically, when you make your characters, your characters, your cl your class is based on a uh, a handbook, which is what you got there. Which basically you're gonna make your picks. I want compelling eyes. Yeah, basically those two pages are all the choices for your character. Oh. Okay, the next cool. two sheets are basically reference pages to make your life easier. Good. See, it's all about the easy stuff. Yes. It, the, the Apocalypse Engine is really cool because it's one of those you guys can, it, for one shots it's great because you can make a one shot up and you know come back to it or just not worry about it ever again after you complete the storyline. I like that. Mutant one we played too. Oh, Mutant Year Zero? We have, to, we have to do more of that. I agree. I know, I just put the books away and I'm like, I didn't want to put these away because I wanted to get to another session. Or Mutant Year Zero. Oh, that was an interesting mm -hmm. thing. Especially since you guys leveled up some and got some more mutancy. Since you beat the uh, the Brappy. Wasn't my character's name Gadget or something? Uh-huh. Do we need last names or first name is fine? First name's fine. Okay. What is my look? <clears throat> Alright. I don't know. I think I'm going to go for vintage wear just because it sounds cool. Or maybe timeless. Timeless. Cause sometimes <laughs> fashion's just timeless. Well, I want to be that, you know. Alright, so where do we find things like beliefs, or is that whatever we want? It's whatever you want it to be. There's no actual list. It's pretty much what you want is what you got. <laughs> and what's Geary is like Bitcoin, right? Uh, no, Geary is honor. Oh. Basically, it's 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 rep or reputation honor things like that. You is the honor bound. You're actually in charge of Geary. Cool. So no, basically, you. beliefs. You're gonna tell everyone what Geary really stands for. Are you gonna pick <laughs> the Japanese honor Bushido code? Or are you gonna go with Taoist honor code? So but pretty much, and on top of that, your character, the honor bound, actually kills people for jacked up honor. Ooh. Basically, you're the the you know depending on what choices you pick, a really really interesting <laughs> or really really angel. crazy monk. That sounds amazing. Hi, you are. I mean, you can even go so far as to say your honor bound is a. They call themselves paladins. There you go. Mm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the worst paladin ever. <laughs> uh, and pretty much everything is going to use two d six. So what you're going to do is when you, you make an action, basically it's a lot more free from. There's no maps needed. It's all mind's eye theater. And you're going to have a, a what, what's called a move of basically you're wanting something to happen. And you would pick a stat, which basically you'll notice here is emotions. And whatever emotion is embracing what you want to happen, roll 2d6, add that number to it if there's a plus number there, and basically... If you hit higher than 10, it happens exactly like you said it was. Exactly. Oh. Like, say you're being confronted by three or four guys. Okay, I kick their, the three of us kick their asses, and then you roll. If you succeed, ex that's exactly what happened. Awesome. You roll a seven to nine. Exactly that happened, but something happened. It can either be I add in there that you take some damage. You know, yes, you took these guys out, but you got scruffed up. Or... Guess what? Someone called the police. Now you guys have to get the hell out of there, type of thing. So some minor complication that's not basically hosing you over. 
if you get less than a six, then mm -hmm. I take over and tell you all kinds of interesting things that may or may not have happened. As you guys wake up tied up in trunks of cars and, you know, dropped off to the big boss. So, pretty much, when you're making your character, you're going to want to pick all the choices, because it's full of so much choices. Then you've got your stats, which are basically your emotions. Okay. Always keep What's track. Your jam? Um, it says I get money for anything I win, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I love that abridged version. Uh, so, anytime I make a performance... Or an enforcement. So anytime I beat people up, I get money. Well, enforcing your gear, the gear. Oh, okay. So basically, it's it's you're making sure fall, people follow through on their honor. So you can't just beat people up for no reason. You're gonna have like the lady that died in front of death from the Nightwing. Yeah, there you go. In her brand new SUV. Oh, cake is attacking the mic. I think my jam is gonna be. I'm gonna be a high-powered salesperson. You know, like I'm that closer. Oh. That gets, you know, so I get, you know. Use your empathy to make a sale? Makes, yeah, high-powered, you know, so like luxury items. So I could be like, don't talk to the poor. Let me enforce that. Yeah, when it comes to your beliefs. And if we want, we can say that you guys have one improvement. Basically, you've, you've, you've met each other, you know each other, so that way you can get a little experience to spend if we want. Or do you want to say you're all newbies? I'm happy to know each other. Okay. Because what you would do is you'd scratch one of the XP boxes there, and you would get to pick one of the choices down in this section, because that's basically how you level up in this game. Oh, okay. Cool. So you guys, basically, you know, you've got a little experience under your belts. You know each other. So what 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 do we want to call the town that we're in? Um, like Neo-Tokyo. I have no idea the Megatropolis. Megatropolis? that work? Yes. Okay, what are you doing here? So the beliefs are... We, the beliefs are whatever we want them to be. My mm. first one that I chose for me is gaining power provides protection. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. After all, that's one nice thing with this game is you can always get the uh, for the players, the player's reference part is just all the classes. So that way only one person needs the actual book book. Everybody else just needs that mini book. It's awesome. Ooh, you can change your belief if it's tested in the moment. Well, sometimes you got to change your belief, you know? Yes. And pretty much uh, tags, if you see it say tags in your character sheet, that's sort of like in uh, Dresden Aspects. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, basically, it's like a one-word thing that helps explain something. Like you could say uh, a so. remote so that the item that has the tag remote, you know that it can be used from a distance. Uh, multi-spectrum, uh, communication, just different little one-word one, one word things that you can add to equipment. So it's, it's like, fuzzy say... Fuzzy for cake. Yes, fuzzy, fuzzy cake. cake. Cake is being spoiled right now, sitting on the middle of the table, getting all the attention. Oh, he hates it. He's a happy kitty. Although we may need to move that plastic bag. Uh, I know, he's getting kind of obsessed with that bag. It oh, I thought it was like a cracker wrapper. No, no, no. it's a plastic it's bag. The, it's the plastic bag from Domino's. Oh. And he thinks okay. it's a delightful no. sound. It's going that way. Pizza crumbs. He's falling for it. It's, it's the he's crinkle. Following. The power of the crinkle. And just like that, he's off the table. So, on this... States. Those are your emotions, mm -hmm. and they... Pretty much, they'll be used as your bonuses for doing things. Okay. 
So as you play, let me find the little emotion wheel. Waha! As things get bad, you basically will fall out and your states will fall further and further from the middle of the circle. Okay. So basically the closest to the, the middle of the circle you are, the more vague your motion is and more useful. And then things get kind of wonky as you uh, take hits in those stats. So pluses give you... Pluses will give you bonus when you roll your dice. Okay. And also mean you're tougher in that category. Okay. So if something would make me sad, but I have a plus to sadness, mm -hmm. then I'm less likely to get sad. Yeah. Well, you, you and you would be when you take the hit, you're not taking as much. Okay. And if uh, if peaceful is a is a strong trait for me, I maintain my. You keep your cool. My cool. Yeah. Groovy. I think I understand. Okay, hold it. So, um, basically, the higher the number is, the more you want that that emotion to be. Strong. Okay, so uh, assign plus two, plus one, plus uh, so in. E okay, so I want if I want peaceful to be my highest one, I want to pro cross out two boxes. Uh, no, just type in, put in plus two. Plus two. Okay. The boxes are when you take hits in that stat. Okay. The cake is right off. So, um, if I want to be able to, so if I want to remain calm, you want that to be high, the peaceful to be the highest. Yes. Now, if I want to control my anger, do I want that as a zero or do I want that as a, you want that as a plus as a plus. Okay. Unless you want to be really angry. No. You want to be angry? No. No. <laughs> Wait till you see the weapons that you get on the next page. Sorry. Priest with a freaking machine gun. What? what? Special kind of priest. Who's the priest? You. Oh, I am? Yeah, you, the, the honor bounder kind of priest-like. Cool. Alright, and then with our improvement, we get to pick one, pick of, one of those boxes. Do yeah. we have to have three beliefs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My beliefs are everything is for sale for the right price. Keep calm and carry on. And everyone is entitled to my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so for the states, as it says in the book, when a move is triggered, it will ask you for to roll. Whenever it says roll, you are always at one of the states unless it's, state, unless it's the start of a session move, and it says otherwise. Whenever you add a state, it will be, be because in the fiction, something happens that triggers a move, and it will be, and we are going to see how your protagonist feels at that point. So basically, whatever state you're using, you're saying, that's what I'm feeling right now. Next, the states are modifiers, which can be negative or positive. Basically, it's the ones you guys are picking. Either way, you apply the number next to the state for a total, to a total of the dice to see if it's a miss, a weak hit, or a strong hit. Basically, miss is less than six or less. Weak hit is seven or nine. Strong hit is ten plus. In the Veil, the states are your core emotions. The reason for this is to keep the players in character, playing their protagonists and thinking about how their character is feeling when reacting to the world. Why a protagonist is doing something and how it makes them feel is a great way to add another layer of immersion to the world. Roles become less about what the, character, uh, the way a character does something and more how well they do it, and more about how they react to the world 
what they're and what they're feeling. Based on that, we can create a fiction that feels believable and real because we can picture the protagonist and the emphasis emphasizing them and their actions. It's just like in real life, the protagonist could be feeling multiple emotions at once, but the game requires the player to choose the strongest core emotion behind the action that triggers a mood. Sometimes the action you're doing could be considered an emotion. Maybe you're being sexy, but you're feeling scared. In that case, the core emotion is scared despite what you're, what you're trying to portray to others. There are six core states. Mad, sad, scared, joyful, powerful, and peaceful. From each of these core emotions, almost anything the character is feeling can be extrapolated. A feeling wheel follows the illustration to the point, and is part of the reference sheets along with the basic moves, playbooks, and other handouts. Note that the placement of the core emotions on the wheel do not correlate with one another. The playbook handouts themselves show you what emotions are in opposition to one another in the veil. This does, this does not. This is purely a tool to help you figure out what, what your protagonist could be feeling in any given situation. So basically the wheel shows that how basically mad breaks off to a bunch of different ones and then further ones. Like jealousy is actually mad. Selfish is mad. And what is the feeling wheel? The feeling wheel is used to keep people in the headspace of their character. Yada, yada, yada. And then emotion spikes. <clears throat> if you look at the side states of the character sheet, there are places to mark bubbles. Each time you roll that state, you mark a bubble in it. These are called emotion spikes. The more you roll that emotion, the more intense that emotion will become for that character in the fiction. When you reach the last checkbox, you change that state temporarily to plus one and all the other ones to minus two in order for the character to get out of the state which, which they're experiencing a single emotion ac acutely. There is a special move called alleviate. Alleviate is a, a different type of move from the basic moves in terms of how it works. And we'll be discussed later on blah 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 for now. Suffice to say that it is a mechanical tool in the game to help people keep track of how intensely they're experiencing the emotions during play. When you continue to experience something, it grows until it is resolved. When you trigger a when you trigger moves and you're in the same state, things are getting more intense for your protagonist. So basically you don't want to max out your bonus. Because then once it is, that's the only thing you can do is that one thing and you suck everything. You else. Yep. And depending on what emotions is, it's spiking, you know, that's... Oh, go back up. You want to see the spike picture? Sad. The, the artwork is freaking awesome. In this. I know. And then, of course, mitigating states. Describe in fiction how the character deals with feeling a certain way is a means to mitigate these emotional spikes in the fiction. For instance, if the protagonist is almost maxed out of their mad state, the player may describe how he became peaceful when rolling the next state, as long as it would make sense for the character in the fiction. If they were doing so, they would add one emotional spike to peaceful and remove one from mad. It's basically you're balancing it out. Whenever a player is describing an emotion that, that may remove an emotional spike from the opposite state, the player still marks the spike in the state they use even if it's in an opposite state. You'll know if emotions oppose each other because they're grouped together in the character sheet mad and peaceful, sad and joyful, powerful and scared, each opposing one another. Ooh, we need to go Johnny Mnemonic and pick her. And then alleviate. Alleviate is a special move that works a bit differently than basic moves. Basic moves will all trigger when someone something is described in the fiction. While there is somewhat true for alleviate, what triggers it is in a buildup of emotion, which is represented by emotional spike bubbles next to each state. When a PC marks the fifth bubble in an emotional, all modifiers change to the state of plus one to that one and negative two to all others. In addition, the player chooses one of the following when another move is triggered. 
So, to keep using the motion in which the character spikes, that state is decreased by one and all motion spikes have been removed. Let me go to the choices. Okay, to use a different state at negative two, if they do that, they may erase all emotional spikes in the spiked out state. They must still mark an emotional spike in the state they just used. So basically, take a hit at the negative twos to remove the spike. And explain how your character is doing it in a way that, you know, okay, say you spiked out on mad and you're now using peace because you, you're composing your shit because you just saw some horrible slow motion scene play out before you where you're realizing, okay, I just lost my shit where I blasted my gun on full automatic and killed a bunch of people and now I'm in peace. I find my zen moment in the chaos. And by catharsis, yes. where is the playbook move? The, these are your playbook moves, I think. Yes. So these are regular moves and these are your playbook moves. Which are the playbook moves? Uh, the second page. These moves? Yeah, there you go. Oh. It should be on the left hand side. There are things that pretty much it's just your shtick. Basic moves. Uh, let me see what she's looking at. Okay, it's that one. The on the left hand, uh, right hand side. Sorry. The moves. Yeah. Moves. Okay. Yeah. Those are those are your specific moves. Okay. That's 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 your jam right there. Okay. And how many of these do I get? Um, you should get all it of them. Says. Like if there's yeah, if there's choices, yeah. Basically, you start on this part and move your way because some okay. some characters get all of them. Some have to pick some. Okay, great. I'm sorry. Oh no problem. It's, Good deal. We're learning a new thing. Hmm. Look at Any uh, Ghost in the Machine fans, by the way? So you'll get a lot of the references off there because I was going to use Ghost in the Machine speak. Because it's always the easiest reference. I thought that said Geisha Hotness. <laughs> Geisha Hostess. Hostesses. <laughs> oh, you're picking your geary? Yeah. So at your temple, it is the only oh, port of authority. Oh, this is my temple? Yeah, uh, oh. basically uh, you're an enforcer for the institute organization that upholds geary. When someone needs debts owed to be taken care of, the place that you work at is unique because choose one. Okay, so it's the only authority. Cool. And then uh, it is revered because of this. You chose, it's a tradition. tradition. And then okay. choose three to five of the surroundings uh, and atmosphere. So basically it's what's going on there at, the, at your temple. This is what people see when they go there. It can also be a... Uh, sex can be one of the choices. But, uh... Yeah, no, I wasn't reading that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna have a, a geisha hostess there at the temple. I know. So, like, what, what? As you do. Our hostess will help you get your geary back. Ooh. It's a special kind of geary. Fragrant soaps. 
short and sinking. Okay. <laughs> Gravity's being unkind to you. Yes. <laughs> Did you take a pillow from Fiona? Uh, well, not from her, <laughs> except that she feels she secretly it was her owns bed. <laughs> all the pillows. Okay. What is the the people we're supposed to live? Uh, many people have come here over time, and some of them have become your chosen friends. Detail three of them with a name and a role. So basically, yeah. So you would put a block, block my guardian, uh, Trinity, Epoch, Cipher, and then you can fill one. You can you can create one if you like. Oh, okay. So basically, these are people that you know. So you're basically making NPCs in the world. Oh, okay. Cool. And there should be some ones for uh, your teammates as well. So on power, I just pick one of these that I like and I flesh it out, or. Um. Uh, basically, yeah, you just read those. It's basically giving you how-tos, and then you would just write down a couple that you like. <laughs> okay. It's, it's giving you a bunch of good examples. Huh? It's about major characters. Epoch, Switch, Cypher, Trinity. Mm-hmm. From the Matrix. Pretty much. I mean, like when you play uh, Dungeon World, it has a bunch of pre-named people already, hmm. and that way it's saving the GM having to write up anything in advance. It's literally every time you've got uh, a couple of the different games... The, the player's handbooks already has sort of like remember when we played uh, Mutant Year One, Year Zero where it oh, had okay. those certain people already pre-established in character sheets because they do the playbook that way, that style too so you know that like this same named person is a douchebag in every character sheet gotcha there's no mouse <laughs> that's the best <laughs> Link and Zelda. <laughs> so can I name all these people I know? Just make them up? If you want. Okay. How are you doing? I have no idea what I'm doing. You're making selections. You're doing great. Okay, how about... I think I... So you get to pick one of these. Everything in this area. So you can either get plus one to Mads, plus one to your stat, or you can get a new playbook move, or you can erase a Geary that you're owed, or you can get more a get move from another playbook, which I would ignore that because I would just complicate things. So you wouldn't do the new one? I wouldn't do the new one myself. Well, what would you recommend for I would character? say increase one of your weakest stats. Okay. That's Ooh. just me. Like, get rid of your negative one for sad. Yeah, I was about to say. So if you check the plus one sad, it makes you an even zero. It just meant that you took some therapy to get over the, the kitten that you lost as a little bit after. Oh, child. See, I brought all these dice. Just prepared. Good. Here is. I bring all the dice. dice. Oh, do you want a yellow? Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, thank you. Okay, on contracts, it's got these one cred, two cred next to them. Is that the cred I have to have to to get those, 
Or is that the crit I get for having those? Okay. Uh, paying contracts. Okay, that's basically the uh, the payout that you get for the contracts. Okay. So it's to give you an idea when you do man uh, mandatory contracts on the bottom. Okay. It, it basically you get to pick. Okay. So what do we do for gear? Uh, you pick a primary weapon and you pick a secondary weapon. What's a particle blade? Basically, an energy weapon. It's energy like a uh, deep space. Hmm. And then, of course, I'd say, oh, you, I don't know, you tell me what part of the I don't think I've ever screamed more in my life. It's a vibroblade. <laughs> okay. Sound is energy. Mm -hmm. But then, what do I do for this? That the game moves. is all about jump scares. That game is the... Well, these are... So, you get the absorb move and choose one more. So, pick one of those choices and ticks the box. So, do you want to... Swing and search feelings, charge object, hooked on a feeling. Well, fireworks, I believe. Or was it Golda the one that's like, "What's the rule about gunshots?" <laughs> yes, C call the police. <laughs> that's a good rule. <laughs> Because gunshots echo, fireworks you don't. Oh, I don't know. I've never fired a gun. Never? No, I have no reason to. Why do I always need a gun? Let's get her to the rage. Jocelyn, tell her why she needs to shoot a gun. Because shooting tight pictures is awesome fun. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it, I just never... So, um, I always found like going to the range very boring, frankly, when it was just target shooting at his standing target. I'm like, yeah, I know the business ends now. That was fun. Thanks. I feel like But then, um, my cousin took me clay pigeon shooting over Thanksgiving with a big old beautiful shotgun. It was an antique. It was lovely. And, um, and it was like, you know, all of my experience from video gaming finally had a real world outlet. <laughs> and I could like, my cousin and his friends were so impressed because I hit my very first clay pigeon, you know, like on the first try. And I pretty much hit everything until the, the gun wasn't really sized quite right for me. So, um, well... Let me say this about the gun. Of the guns they had, it was the one that I could stick into the proper spot. Shoulder. And, and actually still target with the gun. Everything else, I could never get it lined up so that I could use the target on the gun to properly focus gotcha. on the flying pigeon. The problem with the gun was it was the longest one they had. And um, so it kept slipping from my shoulder into my for into this part of my arm. Mm -hmm. So after a while, this that part of hurt. my arm was excruciatingly painful. Oh. And I was like, 
I can't. And they're like, come on, do some more. I'm like, I'm kind of tired. They're like, come on, do some more. And, you know, I hated to disappoint them. So I tried shooting some more, but at that point I couldn't really aim for shit because my arm was so tired. And then I took off my shirt at the end and I had this massive bruise, like big. From and the from the gun. But up until that point, I had a great time. It was. It was like, obviously, I wasn't in a video game, but it put those, you know, tracking mm-hmm. and targeting skills from years of video gaming to work. Plus, felt really great being the chick there in the dress and the skirt and the nice shoes and all coordinated <laughs> and looking super sassy and being like, kapow, there goes another clay pigeon, motherfuckers. And I love her fish lights up when she says that. It was super fun. I loved it. It appealed to all of my type A personality where I like to be really successful and do things. It was cathartic because I made shit blow up. And yet, I wasn't killing actual animals, so I had absolutely no ethical problems because it's just clay pigeons. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Makes sense. Not that I mind eating animals, but you know, just killing animals I'm not going to eat seems like it's not ethical. So then I get into this conundrum like, I'm filling up pigeons with buckshot. Am I going to eat that pigeon? I don't know. Swap. <laughs> I only like squab in Scotland. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's why that's why you should shoot clay pigeons. See, we should do another range day with clay pigeons. Everything's better with clay pigeons. Moving targets are the best. Mm-hmm. There is no fun in a target that stands still. After the second or third magazine, it can still be fun. Ah, uh, no. I have actually, I I have to tell you, I've gone and shot at standing still targets a lot, and I actually find it dreadfully dull. Even after, a few, well, especially, actually, after a few magazines, I'm like, <laughs> yep, I hit the target again. <laughs> well, can we do anything else? <laughs> it's just like, you know. But a moving target is always dynamic. Something different happens every time, and you mm-hmm. have to pay attention to the wind and the topography of the land and all <laughs> the way the sun is shining. Clothes. And it's Funny. super fucking exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my See, cousin got me hooked. And that's why I have to shoot. Yes. Hey, I used to love that old uh, game, Duck Hunt. And everyone only... shot the dog. Oh, Too bad it never I counted. I didn't shoot the dog. So what's a, is a S-H-A-K-U, is that a kind of like knife thing on the weapons? I'm trying to think of what a like prissy executive might carry. I know, see, that's what I was thinking. Like what a shot, sawed-off shotgun does not seem right. I know, that's why I went let's, with the particle blade and the dermaline neuronet palm disruptor. Yeah. That sounds badass. Yeah, yes, it does. It does sound badass. My phone's going crazy and trying to do 20 things at once. As they do. Let's see what a shaku looks like. It's a ritual baton. Hmm. 
Okay. Okay. That might do just the trick. It's a ritual tablet or flat scepter of Chinese origin, which is used in Japanese and let's see if this thing's got a picture. We want images. Okay. Wow. Apparently there must be some uh that for a weapon. There must be some lady model with the name Shaku because model is the uh loosely. Okay, those are nunchucks. Ah, here we go. It's a paddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a cricket bat. See, that's what I said. Yeah, oh, yeah. I well, see. I was agreeing with you. So it would go best with fetish wear. <laughs> and oddly enough, this lady who's, is who comes up for the first three or four pages. Little naked Japanese woman. She must have the same name. I, apparently, or be Ooh. very good with it. It can be referred to as Shaku Sword or Shaku Baton. Oh, her last name is Shaku. Okay. Yumiko Shaku. The free, on the free social... But Hidden Garot, then. She has, like, huge <laughs> eyes. As you do, apparently. I mean, she's like enemy girl. Or it could be really good makeup. True. Or Photoshop. Or any number of things, including genetically large eyes. I will take oh, my sheet back. Everything oh, except I should probably give that to you. Thank you. So, it is 702. I guess I'll go with the ornate shaku. And you'll just paddle anyone who messes with you. I will beat them upside the head. So I get a, one trade weapon and one backup? Mm-hmm. Like how the description for the thermal shell launcher is messy. Messy. <laughs> it shoots some kind of horrible shot. That's messy. What's the AP? Uh, armor piercing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah, let's do that in a mech world. That sounds. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let's not worry about things like, you know, armor. Like a laser rifle in um, interface is like an interface with the veil. Yeah. What's the name? It's like the little... Little cyberjack dealio. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty much in the world of the veil, everybody's got the interface, so you're all part, partly jacked into the matrix, so to speak, all the time. So when you're looking at things, you could be looking at, say, a kid spray painting a, uh, you know, the phone scanner boxes, little binary box. He's spray painting that, but because your eyes are seeing that and you're connected to the veil, it's some like crazy pop up graffiti cool thing. Exactly. Gotcha. And everybody's living half in the in the veil, half out of the veil. Sometimes too much in the veil. So you just get negative tags with your cybernetics. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do we have to have cybernetics? Uh, what does your character say? I think you do on yours. I think everybody here actually does. I think we all have to. Yeah, I've got like a million. Well, you st- everybody has to start out. Where, where does it say? You can start out with as many as you want, right? Yeah. Or at least my character can. Yeah, some of you can go more crazy than the others. So, I don't know. So, these, I have so. to pick a bunch of negative? So, 
Like your I cybernetics. Three, three. You begin with whatever cybernetics you so choose. For each piece you choose, assign the appropriate number of tags of reference below. So you have cybernetic eyes. You would take three tags off the list there. So for your eyes, you I'll pull up the list real quick. It's pretty much you can make up, you know, like say you give yourself the tag of night vision or magnification or thermal vision. Okay. So your cybernetic eyes have those tags, but for each one you give a negative aspect to that as well. Usually based on what your setup is, because for you, like yours are usually like secondhand stuff. So you got scarred, you've got uh, twitchy, unreliable, damaged, susceptible. <laughs> do you have any negative tags for yours? I do. I have okay. uh, damaging, unreliable, susceptible, twitchy, scarred, addicted, and make your own. Oh, there you go. Make your own. Okay. So, so what are the, the good tags? Well, wh what tags would you like your cybernetics to have? Ooh. Damagey stuff. Well, so the negative tags are things that are that bad happen for you. To you. Yeah, yeah, but you can pick good ones. Oh, you yeah. can pick good yeah. ones. Yeah, on the line when it has the cybernetics, it says three tags. So you like, basically make up three tags for your cybernetics. Let me give so you like some if examples. I pick an, like bionic eyes, then I have to have three things wrong with them. Well, no, uh, it's, no, you get three you get things, three that things they can do. and then one of those. You, you oh. pick one of those. Oh, so like your eyes could be, you could have the infrared, you could have the night vision, and you could have. So, so way. here's Binocular, an idea for you. you know. So, like cybernetic eyes, in iris, they can shift to view different forms of light in order to spot people, magnify, and record what it sees. The three tags would be written down as multi-spectrum, magnification, and recording. Uh, and basically, you guys can come up with whatever combination you want for yours. Like, you could go with targeting. Maybe you have cro automatic crosshairs in your, your, your eye. Uh, ears could be used as an example of having dampening, amplification, and interception. If you can hear other broadcasts on different frequencies, hear across further distances, and auto-dull sound in case of explosions or other loud noises. Arms. An arm can look completely normal, but has... a but that housed a compartment within it would have the storage tag. So pretty much you guys can, can spitball whatever combination you want. But it can look completely normal. Can I yeah. have general grievous eyes? <laughs> <laughs> you can't actually have, you know, you know, say your cybernetics are second pair of arms. There's actually a cool picture in here of, of a guy that's got the, the, the second set of arms. So an interface is a connection to the veil. Mm -hmm. And so... A tag like aware means that I am more aware of my environment. Um, I'm making these up okay. for my positive tags. Yeah, let me see. what For interface, two tags. If you want to be able to pilot a remote plane, do other things at the same time that can require your attention, your interface would need to have both remote tag and multitasking tag. Um, oh. Yeah, so you could do, yeah, you could do, you could do that. I like awareness. I like Maybe the the too. awareness lets you know that you know you sense that there's things. Who's multitask? Means that you can run like two machines at once. For is this one? Yeah, of the if you took interface? remote and multitask, oh. you could actually be sitting there having a conversation while I'm actually driving a drone outside the window with a gun on it, oh. pointed at you. All right, good deal. I'm trying to power through this. So you'll mm -hmm. give me a second pair of arms. You you could go for that. Does that mean I have two weapons? 
Well, you have the weapons that you have, which you could, means you could probably use more than one weapon. Ooh. And of course, there's a huge slew of suggestions for tags. They've got uh, for ranged items, you have area, auto fire, close, far, further, hand, hand close, intimate, intimate hand, um, drawback. You can have loud, messy, reload, indiscreet. I love that messy. Causes severe damage. It cannot be aimed for precise shots or work. What's that advantageous? Uh, advantageous, you have N armor. So every time the tag is chosen, it means that it will block one harm from each time it's... So you could actually... Um... So, so for interface, like multitasking... Yeah, for chess, you could go with N armor. So that would block one. Well, he was saying remote, so you could... You could control something that's Wi-Fi, basically. Oh, okay. Away from you, I I picked one called that I call is this aware. Where I'm what body part is this? Uh, the, these are basically just tags more in general. Of the stuff going on. So, around. like, if I did the silence tag, I'd be failing. Well, um, what, what are you I was thinking of was like network on your legs. Okay, maybe it means you're quieter when you want to. You have like sound dampening systems on your legs. You yeah. tell me. I think that would help with my garroting. Okay. You Since you, you, know, you went for the Garrett, have one. Like, <laughs> I know when I read that, I'm like, Brittany's going to be happy with it. I was talking to, to Kelly on that. Connect better with other people. So, okay, I do silence tags. And then there's the tech t- tags, which is multi spectrum, amplification, communication, magnification, camouflage. You could do Ghost in the Machine body camouflage. I'll send you slip off all your clothes. About, like, all the things Would I could do with my cell phone if it were embedded in my head. Chest? Yeah. So you have the stealth skin. So I can do silence leg and camouflage chest yeah. and be like gone. You'd be like zip and there's just this bodysuit left behind. I want to plant a worm. <laughs> Everything. Uh, there's storage, the there's remote. <laughs> can that work under it's interface? It's like millions of dollars in here. <laughs> worm. So what does your worm do? It steals like fractions of cents and puts it into a... Well, maybe if you went with the crazy computer guy, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean crazy computer there, guy? There's a class that's all about the computers. It was the yeah. other one that Jocelyn was looking What's at. What's the other yeah. multitasking? Uh, for multitask. Able to perform more than one task at any given time, which that one's like crazy useful. There's encrypted. There's compensating. What is compensating? Uh, encrypted is difficult to access without the proper password. Compensating helps to correct for human error. Could remove recoil or compensation for a person's heartbeat, for example. To like if you're ranged, that would mm-hmm. be useful. Hmm? If you're ranged? So like you're a sniper, so you have compensation, oh. so you're not doing that the infinity thing. I kind of like the encrypted. Mm-hmm. Encrypted is good. That makes you hard to hack. Yeah. And I think I'll go with that. Then there's implanted. There's jamming capable of preventing any incoming or outgoing specified signal. Notice it says specified. Uh, thermographic. Responsive. Well, with the, the multi-frequency, that could mess you up, though. If you receive a frequency. And detachable. Can be removed from its housing. And then, of course, they give custom tech examples. Can... Facial hair dart system. Basically, one of your hairs is a poison dart. Uh, can you have the same negative tag for multiple things? Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna twitch all over the place. (laughs) Yes, actually. (laughs) She's hardwired. She's like uh, in Johnny Mnemonic. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, BIRD, biosynthetic information relay device, a communication system through the bloodstream and other organic substances that relies pertinent information to other team members, vitals, GPS, etc. Multitask interface, discrete interception communication. So basically, the BIRD is all of those things together. So basically, you guys are constantly getting your bio readings of each other. That'd be helpful. Mm -hmm. Do we all need that? Or? Well, if everyone's going to use it. What, what Which is, one is that? Uh, a bird. It's biosynthetic information relay device. Basically like an alien. Remember when they'd see the soldiers and their, bi mm -hmm. their metrics? You could all automatically know each other's vitals. Okay, and where would we... Yeah, what slot does that go in? Uh, you tell me what slot you'd put it in. This is the way, the freeform style. You can put it... Probably usually the interface, inter interface yeah. is the one you go for. Well, we're, there's not really like a healing class, is there? Like... Sure. Or that could have fall yeah. under I, in, I would think. In theory, you guys recover from damage and stuff fairly quick and easy. As opposed to the guys that like go right there. Well, I don't we're not really split the party, so I don't think we Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we know better. <laughs> this is a one off anyway, so yeah. I'm gonna So you don't have to be scared. Because basically the negative tags I'll use in case, you know, you do a roll and you roll poorly, I'll be like, so what's your negative tag there? Ooh, I can have recording eyes and glasses. There you go. I recorded your geary. Yeah, because I was thinking for I, I could do bird, multi-spectrum. Not sure what to do for the next one. I did magnifying and like psyching so I can put stuff in the record. Into the ear bead. So my arm, I can just say double arms. Hmm? Double R. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll do one of these. Ooh, what can I be a dick? <laughs> do I have one ear modifier? Do you want dampening system when you're shooting with a big damn gun of yours? I don't have a gun. You didn't go for the messy gun? No, I went for the sword. Oh. The sword and the, the grope. <laughs> Maybe a long distance hearing. There are other hearings that were cool. I heard that. Can I do like any language? Well, a translator. Babblefish? Oh. Babblefish? <laughs> That's cool. Like, it's like another one over here. Well, see, the nice thing is you do have the, uh, see, there's the forearms. Can I have, like, diagnostic for hearing? Like, I can hear a machine and know what's wrong with it? Okay. Is there a separate record for hearing? Then eyes? Yeah. yeah. Because the eyes, I assume, just does just oh, video. visual. No. I'll do the second record then. That's that was the yeah, because I was doing record for <laughs> both. For because otherwise, I like the way she said that. Hmm. What is, what, what, what is that? She's smiling too. I'm oh, scared. Oh, interface. interface Um. So into not only just to dampen, um, what it is it to, is it boost or something? For what, like, 
Signal Amplification. boost. Okay, amplification. To like listen across the room. Bye. Okay. Can that be part of my Amplify. interface? Is like a signal boost. So for we're talking like for hearing or. Yeah. I have one more in the interface. Well, hello. So do you want to go Meow. say remote Meow. control remote? Or for, for if you're boosting, what kind of boost are you boosting? Just did the range? <laughs> uh oh, evil giggles over there across the table. Is this when I'm plugged in, or you're always interfaced? Uh, pretty much with the veil, you're constantly connected. Everybody's wired in. I want an control. offline. <gasps> an off switch for your interface. Oh, that's a good one. Someone cannot hack your brain. I have a detachable eye. Very cool. That records and can be operated remotely. That's uh, a oh. thing. Uh, she's going to be a nasty one. That's how she got a hit in the corporation. Maybe. <laughs> Could be the case. I can just see her pluck it out and roll it under a door. <laughs> I might have read a story recently for Steampunk Book Club that had that feature in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you jealous that I was pet, pet, uh, petting Fiona and now? Yes. I'm going to say I'm addicted to the You're addicted to having the internet turned off? It's like Tokyo Ghost. Yeah. Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo Ghost. Ghoul. Isn't it ghoul? Tokyo Ghost is where everybody's like all high tech and like addicted to all their gadgets. Mm -hmm. And there's like... Like, and just getting offline is a thing. Well, there's only a couple people that actually are, and they're like are super anti electronics. That's a very good. Okay. So did we have to spell out what our addicted thing is? I just assumed it was addicted to the veil. Okay. You're addicted to being on the internet. Yeah. It's all about the constant amounts of information. I'm also sometimes distracted. Mm -hmm. I just made mine unreliable and twitchy. <laughs> Did we only pick one, or we pick? Well, you picked well, different one ones. I picked unreliable. She she was being consistent with hers. So if something bad happens, it could just be, hey, it's unreliable. Turn it off. Mm -hmm. Or she's twitching for some reason. She must be doing something on the internet. It's her empath thing. She's just being mm -hmm. twitchy empath. So which uh, empath card you take? Um, uh, for the uh, flow, uh -huh. I took it armors me. So long as you wear nothing else, you have no other armor. Uh -huh. uh, you have one armor. If you have armor, use that instead. What about for your uh, move on your... I went with sling. Um, spike out an emotion if you're choosing um, um, uh, of your choosing and all those present. Uh, <laughs> exclude someone in your from your sling. Um, avoid suspicion or notice. Um, inflict one harm. Uh, area close AP to anyone around you. Damn. I chose an offensive one. You went mind melter on him. Yeah. And I figure, you know what? In emotion. <gasps> you trust me. Oh. Oh, hey, that's I an emotion. I feel very peaceful. I'm not suspicious at all. <laughs> That's awesome. That I sounds super suspicious. So, I feel like I can trust you. <laughs> so I have all these to begin with? Uh, check, because some of them start with a pick one from the below. So you get the honor and the move. So you get this and this. 
and then <laughs> choose one more. She just get eat, one of those. Just yeah. Yeah. Yes, apparently. She's what just like super trusting. Exactly. This makes her such a good saleswoman. <laughs> it's just think you have their best interest I think in this luxury vehicle was made for you. <laughs> Suppress the... <laughs> Suppress it all. Suppress the worry and anxiousness of spending that much money. Give me my commission. <laughs> you know, in the long run, it's not that See, much money. Because my character is very selfish. Wow. She, is. she went with a selfish empath. I did. Well, because my... Uh, I am the commission you want to make. Yeah. No, uh, uh, what was the... Where's the background? Oh, I look out for number one. People always leave. Ooh. That's my burden. Ooh. Damn. I thought it felt well with my whole luxury salesperson and my three beliefs. Everything is for sale for the right price. Keep calm and carry on, and everyone is entitled to my opinion. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, wow. <laughs> my three beliefs. Gaining power provides protection. A calm demeanor controls the encounter. And money is but a means to power. Ooh. You and I will get along. We should be She's a dangerous suit. Oh, we'll get along quite well. You know, we'll use as each long other as to right. our yeah, Exactly. Ends. And not feel guilty about it at all. Really as long as your agendas business. overlap. Yeah. It's just good business. Here you I go. I have a couple of them. Huh? Oh, I have one that's already is the easiest. Oh! So you guys are going to be like super sensitive <laughs> to the common man? What? No, I have cleansed the city by eliminating the weak. <laughs> wow, we're Good. really kind of dark group. We're super and friendly. Yay! Everyone can take care of themselves. Some choose not to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a little better. Dark and gritty cyberpunk. Well, yeah. We went full Blade Runner, well, apparently. For those who help themselves. I'm not sure we're as cheerful as Blade Runner. That's true. The synthetics were really funny. <laughs> yes. We're going to die eventually. That's have some Well, fun. we're certainly not hacktivists. <laughs> nope. No. Well, I mean, once I checked out the executive, I was like, what no. are the holds? What is this like? Two holds, three holds. For which things? All of them. The architect would have been a choosy character to play to, but this will work for tonight's adventures. I know. I, I was leaning towards either empath. So you would spend um, your hold one for one uh, when um, actively the on the uh, hunt for them. Art, uh, so basically, uh, when you assume, it up, like assimilate the information you have available on a target, no, if no, you roll was second one, it was, ten uh, plus, you get two holds, so double. So basically, while you're hunting, you have two oh, plus ones. No, no, it was... Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, okay. that's what that is. It's different ones have different uses of it. Like uh, for this one, if you when you get when you get intimidate with a target in order to read so them, roll, the apparatus you get, you get three is shrouded question. And then uh, you can ask one of these questions for each hold, and does not have a clear picture of the yeah, reality. Yeah, hold is basically just like extra successes. How they they verb it. 
Um, and each power lets you translate it in different ways. Choice. Architect sounded good. Um, the attached sounded yeah, like one? hard to go with without knowing the game better. Yeah. Um, the catabolist. Cool. Could be great, could be really horrific. Again, I want to know the game huh? better. The Peters. The dying sounded mm-hmm. very honesty. Ke- Kelly was immediately like, nope, nope, stop telling me about that one. I'm done. Nope. <laughs> so I, I thought on, uh, I um, the executive would be a good... Uh, yeah. We watched the TV show uh, Incorporated. Yeah, which yeah, is good, a good solid cyberpunk feel. Incorporated yeah. super, super high Yeah, they all like cell phones in your hand. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, real The mere fact that that they've got a spray that, like, fixes massive injuries instantly. Ooh. Like, the... the, Surface injuries. Yeah. It just knits Well, they had the nanobots they pour into open Yeah, they have a... Like a little... help keep the (laughs) sutures. They're nano sutures. So they, when they're opening you up, they just literally just pour this black goop in and it fills you up and sits you up. (laughs) Barbara movement. (laughs) That's what you call a fart in jeans. Oh my gosh. At least you'll have to ask Konagunda. Konagunda. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. 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 My sister. Did you see my um, my Heidi hair? Do you like it? Mm-mm. It was cute. With the braids. Braid my hair to save my life. Yeah, lady. Oh well. Let's go look at it. Just let me look at the picture. It's my picture. Let me look at it. Okay, well, it's 7 30. We're going to have to yeah, yep. do our. So, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so we want to take turns describing your character to each other so we know. And that's a great place to wrap it up there. On the battlefield, I'm a warrior, ready to kill or be killed. I've defeated orcs from the north, sent Kandorian demon spawns back to the depths, and drank with Sumerian heroes. But when I get back from a hard day of disemboweling my enemies, I enjoy nothing more than to open my castle doors and find a dungeon crate as my reward for blood well spilled. Designed for role players and tabletop gamers, Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service with a treasure hoard of loot you can use on or off the battlefield. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So what say you? Are you ready for postal glory? DungeonCrate.com. Let the adventure begin. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.